retreat is, in military terms, it's when you run away. And everyone throws their guns in the air. And they run away from the enemy. But there is actually an official right, military thing where they withdraw retreat, where they're, uh, that's judged to be the best course of action. Uh, now, in the spiritual life, there's also a thing called a retreat where you go to a more secluded place, you get away to quiet in order to kind of spend a bit more time of kind of contemplation or a time with God. So what does that mean? It means we sort of step back. You know, when you are trying to find somewhere in Google Maps or whatever, you're trying to follow the directions and you kind of get a bit turned around and lost and you just have to, I just need to, I need to zoom out. So I'm like, zoom in. Okay, where is Dublin? Right, Thurless. Okay. You need to just zoom out and then you can zoom back in and you've oriented yourself and everything kind of fits in context. And it's a bit like that. We can be going through our little days and it's like we're looking at this little bit of road on the map and it, it doesn't make sense. We've lost a bit of context. So we need to zoom out and just see, okay, what, how does this day, how does this day's activity fit in the whole year? How does it fit in the whole direction of my life? That's, I think, the, the key issue with the retreat. Where are you going? Are you going where you mean to go? Or are you just sort of like driving through life, just sort of meandering? And uh, I guess that eventually I'll arrive where I'm supposed to be, which is dead. But there's no purpose. We're not being intentional at all. And we're, we're kind of be drifting. And it doesn't have to be long. You could just do like a three-day weekend retreat, you know, so you finish work, you head off on Fridays, so you arrive Friday evening, then you've got all day Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, you head back, so you're back in the evening. So it's only really one full day, two overnights, you know, it's, it's not super, super intense. At least I don't think that's intense. Maybe you're like terrified right now. You've broken out in a sweat. You just want to run away, which is kind of like a retreat idea. So there you go. Perfect. There's many different types of retreat. You could just go online and look for a retreat house. Ireland certainly is covered with them. You just want to make sure it's a good Catholic place. You can even sign up to do a, a guided retreat. And some of those can be quite active. You could like something like a U2000, which is for young people. You know, it's not like the quiet contemplative type of one. It's, it's much more preaching and music and it's very active. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you could just go totally on your own. In the middle, there's guided retreats, the Ignatian style retreats that the Jesuits or others would do, where once the day you meet with a spiritual director and then during the day of times of prayer and you're going through certain scriptures that the spiritual director has given you. I don't need to tell you about those because they'll tell you about those. <laughs> if you were not able to get on one of those and you want to just make one yourself, what might that look like? I would especially recommend this if you have to do some serious discernment. So if you're not sure what your vocation is, if you're thinking of getting married, you're thinking of maybe religious life or the priesthood, especially those big things, it's good to get away and not just to be, you know, maybe tipping along at the discernment in your prayer time once a day, but, you know, really design designating, really setting aside some time to seriously look at this question. If you do decide to do a retreat on your own, if you need a bit of help, you could maybe see if you can conscript, if you have a regular spiritual director or somebody else, uh, some other priest or whoever you trust, and you could ask them maybe to, could you call them once a day or something, just to kind of talk with them and say, okay, this is what's been coming up in prayer. Any thoughts, responses, reactions to that? Any guidance? for me during this time. So that could be a great idea. Even before you go, you could talk to someone like that and see if they could give you some tips. There's also some great books out there. So there's this book, Pustinia by Catherine Doherty. 
She's actually uh, Russian, married to Doherty, but she's actually Russian originally. She writes really interestingly here about doing those kind of solitary hermitage times. So there's a couple of basically little essays in there. So that could be helpful, something to get you started either when you're on your retreat or beforehand. There's also other books that are kind of written as a retreat. So Father Michael Gately has one called Consoling the Heart of Jesus, and it's laid out for a weekend retreat. So you can get your hands on that one. And again, Father Gately will tell you how to do the retreat. You can just follow along. So something like that can be really, really helpful. Even if you don't get through the whole thing, a little bit of it can be uh, very, very helpful. In terms of preparation, beyond the basics of making sure you have somewhere to stay, I would recommend doing a little bit of prayer and maybe even a bit of fasting before it and for it. Very important to pray so that you can pray, which might seem a bit extra and unnecessary, but it's not. It can be good to set a schedule as well so that you're not just drifting during your time when you're supposed to address the issue of drifting. I have some sort of an idea of when you want to arrive and what are the bits and the elements of your, your, your retreat that you want to do and when roughly you want to do them. One last point to prepare, I do recommend that you be rested. Don't be going like staying up super late the night before because you're thinking, that's grand, I have a whole weekend of rest. No, you actually want to have be rested as you go into it if you can. So there's lots to do in a retreat. So don't worry, you're not going to be, you know, sitting there bored out of your mind. First up, obviously, we're going to pray, meditation, reading, go for a walk, exercise. If at all possible, I highly recommend getting to mass each day, getting time to make a good confession. Could be like a bit more than a regular confession, looking back sort of over your year and bringing all of that to the Lord. Also recommend getting to do some adoration if you can. Eating is highly recommended unless you decide to fast the whole weekend, which to be honest, I wouldn't recommend. If you don't do that regularly, go easy on that one. Uh, resting, just chilling out, that is really, really important. But also there's some work to be done. There's some work of looking over your year. Year gone, year that's about to come. I find that my attitude going on hermitage, on retreat is really, really important. To try and have an attitude, kind of a, a posture of the heart of recollection, which means to listen, to open up your heart and to really be listening to God. God wants to speak to you, especially in these, these sorts of times like retreats. He wants to teach you and instruct your heart. He wants to give you rest. He wants to reorient you and speak to you, give you direction for the year. So expect him to do that. But just have that open heart waiting for insight. Not that he's going to speak to you in an audible voice, but that he will guide you. He will communicate with you in some clear way. Then some elements that you could, if you feel called, put them in your, in your retreat. As I said, if you are discerning something big like religious life or marriage or what's, what am I supposed to do with my life? Journaling can often help writing down some of your thoughts, some of your feelings. And then when you get some ideas from that thinking time, then you want to make sure you don't just do thinking time or reading time. You really need to pray. You need to bring it to Jesus and just welcome him into it. And then just sit there with that a little bit and just, okay, God, give me a light. I don't know what to do. I'll touch more on this in other videos on discernment, but often it's he, he guides us by our desires. So just be attentive, not just to God and to try and hear what he's saying through scripture and the different avenues, but also your own heart. Like what is it that you desire when you're in that place of prayer? If it's not so much a discerning time of retreat, then I recommend reviewing your last year, 
So how's it gone? Did you have goals, spiritual goals for this last year? Did they work out? Look at those honestly. If there's stuff you need to like repent of, write those down and bring them to your next confession. To see generally how are you doing? How is your fervor? How is your enthusiasm and your love for Jesus now as opposed to one year ago? Has it increased or decreased? If it's decreased, remain calm. That happens. Say sorry and ask Jesus for the grace to be more loving, more fervent, more active in your faith and your following of him. If you have achieved your goals, if the year was amazing and you've grown incredibly. Try to remain humble as best you can. Realize all of that growth was his grace. So just spend time thanking him. And then we want to look at the coming year and try to just spend some time praying about that and asking him, what is it that he would like you to focus on this year? What kind of virtues do you need to, do you need to look at and grow in? You could ask him, is there some way that he might want you to, to minister, to serve him? that this coming year that you haven't been doing. I would describe it as almost dream with God. Like, is there something that you would love to do for him? Like that would really excite you. Be attentive to those kind of wild, crazy dreams and just write them down. If there is something that kind of really catches your attention then just ask him to confirm it. Like, is that really something that you want for me? And you could start to think about that. Like, what might that look like? And is there anybody else who I could run this by and see if they might want to be involved? Now, if the general question of what direction am I going in, like we talked about zooming back to get the big picture of my life, a great tool uh, or exercise that you can use is imagine that you are on your deathbed. Now, please God, you're very healthy and you're not on your deathbed, but one day you will be on your deathbed. Imagine now that you are on your deathbed. And as you're on your deathbed, looking back over your life, what would you say is the one thing that you would want to have achieved? What is it like with your life? What, what, what is it that you would want to say about your life that you, you achieved with it? And write that down. So just have a real think about it. Even do that now. Or on your retreat, make this part of one of your exercises. Like to get this sense of like, what is it that my life is about? And that can be a great thing to hold on to and to use that to, to look at your year that's gone past, to look at your year that's coming and say, okay, how can I do this? So for example, I want to have loved God with all my heart and to bring other people to love him too. Okay, so that's something of what the mission that I feel called to, probably gen generally the mission of most Christians. This last week, this last month, this last year, do I do that? Do I try to love Jesus every day? And how have I moved towards helping others to love him more? So for me, doing videos like this is actually part of how I live out that, that desire so that when I'm on my deathbed, I can go, at least I did those videos. <laughs> what is it in your life? What do you feel is that kind of mission of your life? Are you moving towards that? And if you're not, again, don't worry about it, but ask Jesus, ask to show you a way to do that. What's the next best step that I can take towards that? Guys, that's most of it. It's really not rocket science, but just take those different elements of what I've mentioned and put them together in a way that works for you. If there's something that I haven't mentioned that you really love in terms of your prayer life, maybe it's intercession or studying scripture, whatever it is, put that in there in a way that's like balanced. Don't get it too busy, but also don't be too bored. But more than anything else, your time of retreat should be a time of deeper connection and love with Jesus. So make sure you don't miss that one. Just to spend time with him. So just to give the whole thing to him, give him permission to break through any walls that might be up around your heart, to soften your heart, to speak to your mind, uh, to lead you and guide you so that your life can really be in his hands, at his service, for his glory and for your good. God bless you. I hope this has been helpful. Bye-bye.